Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends. Welcome back to our Daily Nilu of Sir Sharm Hachzik. We are up to day 27 here as we continue into chapter 5, where we're learning about the things that detract from the Midah of Zahiris. We discussed yesterday the idea of being Osik very much in Olam Haza and in Parnassa and in material matters and how much that can pull us away from, from Zahiris and how Torah is the antidote or the spice, as we discuss, learning Torah is is the way in order to, to acquire um, Zahiris, and to make sure that we uh, we set aside time for Torah whenever we're um, Osik in our Parnassa, in order to make sure that we don't get too drowned into our material matters to pull us away from our Vodas Hashem, and our desire to have a clear enough mind and headspace to do the self-introspection that's necessary in order to reach the first step um, in our journey in the Hashem, of Zahiras. Back to today, Mr. Sharm, we're going to continue to discuss this Indian of the material matters and also go into the second um, and Vaitar into the things that they pull us away from, from Zahiras. Vaitar, Mr. Sharm. Olamaz Adoma, what does this compare to? Uh, this idea that someone is told, we see, including Chazal, Hashem says, Barasi Sahara, Barasi Torah Talvin, that Torah specifically is the antidote, is the refua, the medicine to heal us from our Sahara. But someone thinks to themselves, oh, I don't need Torah, I'll, I'll do something else, I'll figure out my own way. So what's the muscle for this? To a sick person, he goes to doctors and they diagnose his sickness and they say, okay, this is what you have. And they say, okay, this is the specific protocol that you need, this specific medicine in order for you to get better. And this guy, even though he's not a, a, a you know, a brilliant medicine um, professional, he's not a doctor, he hasn't been to school for this. He sets aside what this doctor gave him. He said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to figure out what I want, and, and whatever is on my mind, I'm going to I'm going to use that medicine." Certainly, this person's going to die from the sickness. He's taking a medicine that's not right for his sickness. Exactly the same thing here. Who, who really understands more than anyone else the true nature of the Eight Sahara and what's necessary to be invested in order to overcome it? Obviously, the Ebshter who created the Yitzhar, who was here with the Rufu, well, lo, Yatorah. And Hashem made it clear to us that the Rufu for the Yitzhar is the Limna Torah. Me'efo yanichana, yanichha, v'yigach mash, v'yigach zilasa, v'yichya. Who then would ever consider putting Torah aside and trying to figure out some other Mahalach in order to achieve uh, overcoming the Yitzhar? Obviously, no one. It needs to be a fool. If someone does that, certainly the darkness of material, material life and physicality will continue to over, overcome them step by step, level by level, but Huli Yavin, and to extent where it's so gradual, he won't even be aware that it's happening, won't understand what's going on to him, until he wakes up one day and finds himself in a terrible, terrible place, seeped in, in bad news. And very far from the truth that he knows deep down inside, to be true. To that point, even this, even the, the, the flickering thought of seeking out and pursuing truth won't even enter their mind, they're so far away. And it's important to note here, it's, it's a slow process. The Yitzhara doesn't just take a kid in, in you know, a bucker in yeshiva and all of a sudden throw him into, and say, oh yeah, why don't you do this terrible Avera? He's going to say, no, of course not, that's so beyond me, I would never consider such a thing. He does it slowly, Lamashal, you think about like, Apparently, I haven't tested it, but apparently you take a frog and you put him into a pot of water and you start, and you turn on the flame under the, under the pot. So the, the frog's gonna be in there, and it's gonna sit in there, and slowly the water's gonna get hotter and hotter and hotter until it comes to a boil, and, and the frog will just stay in there until it dies. It's gonna boil to death. But if you take a boiling hot pot of water and you take a frog and throw it in, it'll jump right out. The gradual, the gradual nature of the Sahara 
makes it very difficult to even know that it's happening. And unfortunately, um, next thing you know, um, you can find yourself very far away. So it's important, very important to uh, to notice that and to uh, and to be proactive in, in in choosing the proper medicine that Hashem gave us for Yitzhar, which is Limonatar. Ah, in Moses Limonatar, however, if someone does involve themselves in Limonatar, but also when he sees in the Torah, the mitzvahs, the warnings of things we shouldn't do. So how does this help us against the Yitzhar? Because at the end of the day, automatically just learning Limonat Torah itself, it, it, number one, it, it, it just plants inspiration in a person. It gives you a source. Hashem says, Hashem says, if only Kal Yisrael would have left me behind, but still observe my Torah. Because the, the fire, the light, the light of Torah will certainly bring Klai Yisrael back to, to good standing. Meaning, even if, okay, forget about Hashem, you're just starting Torah. Even the Torah itself, the Torah is a koch to bring someone back. Just a few notes on that, the idea of, of, of the koch Torah. The Balatanya, in Tanya, talks about Limina Torah as, I forget the exact lesson, something like that, that there's no yichud, like the yichud of Limina Torah with Hashem. We think about it, what's, what's, what's Torah? Torah is the Chachmas Hashem. Rabbam says, Hu echad Hashem and one. And the nature of the relationship we have with wisdom is that we have our minds and then we have a piece of information. And then the piece of information comes into our minds. And now it's not that now our minds are a cup and this piece of information is inside. No, the mind and the piece of information become one. We are now a different person because of that chachm, because of that wisdom. What is this wisdom we're talking about? We're talking about Hashem himself, Chachmas Hashem. We're talking about seeing the world through the eyes of Hashem, through Allah. How does Hashem see Nizik? And does Hashem see, um, monetary matters if someone damages someone's property. When we look at these technical sugyas, what we're really doing is seeing the world through the eyes of Hashem. And that helps us get close to Hashem. And when it comes to Ruchnius, closeness is not measured by proximity, by physical proximity. If I'm sitting physically next to someone, I could literally physically be close to them, but our heads can be, or life's, lifestyles, directions can be totally different. I'm very, very far from someone that's I'm literally rubbing shoulders with. But someone that, that can be very far away from me, but we're, we're thinking the same thing, we're close, we're thinking about each other, we're much close. And, the more similar you are to someone else is when it comes to Ruchnius, that's the measure of, of closeness. It's similarity, it's it's closest in that way, in, in, in common common commonality. If someone walks into a room, a thousand people that they don't know anybody, but they happen to be, you know, um, a fan of a certain of a certain sort of sports team and they see someone wearing a baseball cap of that that sports team, they're gonna go right to that person, they're automatically talk, this is a stranger. We have commonality, automatically it's closeness. It's the same thing here. We're saying we're we're trying to see the world through the eyes of Hashem. The more similar we are to Hashem, Ahu Racham Avtarachem, as we discussed earlier, the more similar we are, the more close we are. To live in a Torah, to bring the Chachma of Hashem inside us, we become more and more like Hashem. We think like Hashem, we see the world through the eyes of Hashem, and like Hashem sees the world. And Mamela, we're closer to Him. And Mamela, our Yitzhahara, we see the Yitzhahara. We would want to do anything like that. We would be close to Hashem. Vine, Bichlaza, within this, with this, in this rule, this idea, Gamkin Kivio Sa'itim El Cheshbon Hamasa Visikuno. Is also the idea of setting aside time, as we discuss, to not just learn Torah, but also set aside time to do some bonus, to do some introspection, to do an accounting of, of our actions and make sure that we are adjusting as needed to correct for any mistakes that we're making. Like we discussed earlier in chapter three. Well, that calls that, aside from all this, any extra time someone happens to have in the day, if someone's wise, certainly they won't waste it and let it slide by. They'll grab onto it immediately and not let it go by. 
to be osik in, in things that are of his of his soul and to fix his service of Hashem. Notably, this is my own idea, I'm just seeing here, we were just talking about Liman Torah. And he's saying, oh, your free time? I would think they would say, okay, so then you have free time? Learn Torah. He doesn't say that. He chooses his words very carefully. He says, that which fixes your soul. Yes, Torah is one, is one way, and it's an important way, and you have to include that. You can't you can't forsake that. And there are many other ways that, that people can be more themselves in their Avodah Hashem. Someone say, says to him, there are certain um, other do, doing chesed. Someone can uh, sing, dance. There, there, there are different ways. Going for a walk in nature, um, wonder at the, the the beauty of Hashem's world. There are many ways outside of learning, literally learning words of Torah that can also help us and be more, inspire ourselves to be better and, and work on our Avodah Hashem. Um, and I just found it very notable that after talking about Talmud Torah as the tablet for the Sahara. When saying you have free time, he doesn't just say learn Torah. He says it could be Torah too, but Labdavka Torah. There are other things also. When you have a free moment, aside from the Kavayitim, of course, that we do for Torah, it's uh, it's important to do use that time productively for Avodas Hashem, whatever that may look like for each individual person. And this this uh, thing that, that takes us away from Zehiris, i.e., being so shakua in worldly matters, even though this is the most common of the three that we discussed, of the three, it's easiest to pull yourself away from. The other two were um, making mockery of things and having bad friends, as we'll see, those are much harder to pull yourself away from this. Okay, you're always thinking Parnasa, you can do a husband of your finances, you can say, okay, I can, I can work a little bit less a day, or I can take a stab and say, I'm going to carve out this hour to learn that I used to spend on, you know, some extra time reviewing, going through emails or whatever it is. And I can, I can, uh, cram in some, some work elsewhere or try to condense my time a little bit and be more, um, time management so I can, I can have that time loading. And that's, that's a more easy, simple solution to that thing that takes away from Zahiris. But the others are difficult, more difficult as we're about to see. Number two, what's the second mafsid from Zahiris? His idea of, of a litzanus and mockery. Ah, It's very difficult. Joking around and, and cynicism, mockery of things. Someone that drowns in, in that trap of, of, of being a clown. It's a, it's a great deep sea that they're drowning in. It was very difficult to get out of it. What was so, why, why is that so? What's, what's the nature of, of this, of this, uh, and litzanus that's so difficult? Someone just jokes around and makes a joke out of everything. Their sensitivity is gone. Their heart is is cold. There's no more reason. You can't reason with a person like that. There is, you can't you can't even intellectually engage with them to um, to say it makes sense for you to change your ways and do something differently. That right? Like they're like a, a drunk person, a a a, 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 shota, a imbecile, a crazy person. Arma Ola Nigam. They're not taking any advice. They won't even, they, they won't, don't guide me, don't, don't, even if it makes sense, I'm, I'm not interested. Um, I, I, I do what I do, and, and, even to make a joke out of things, it's very hard to penetrate. They don't take guidance. He said, of, of schok, of levity, it's madness, and of joy, he said, what does it accomplish? What does it do for you? And I know what you're thinking. Simcha is something separate. We'll talk about that a little later. Chazal also tell us in Avos, if someone is constantly osik in 
joking around and causes, uh, um, you know, lightheadedness. It brings a person to immorality. Erva. That's pretty extreme. What does he mean by that? How so? Even though someone that that has any any sort of religious person ben das here is dalat tuf, which is the haria mikudishli kedas moshevi. So not kedas, kedas, which means the the laws of right. So if someone is a ben das, meaning they follow the laws of Judaism, i.e., they are religious. There's another nosach in there that's called ben das with an ayin, i.e., someone that is a thinking person, a smart person. But either way, anyone that either you're smart or you're religious or hopefully both. Or, or either one, that person, his heart fears even to come close to such a sin. Erva, it's, I can't even imagine doing such a terrible thing. Due to the impression that is already it's just a, what a grave sin and the punishment for it is terrible. I'm not even considering it. But if someone jokes around and makes makes little makes makes make jokes of things. Then it, it draws them towards immorality and, 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 you know, sacrificing on their morals little by little. And brings them even closer to, to falling into things that they thought they would never do. Like we said before, the Yitzhara moves slowly. Slowly, slowly, level by level, little by level, you, you stop this and a little bit here and you, you stop, you're a little more lax in this, little bit like this. Until finally, you actually come to the actual Sin and, and, and someone would, would commit the sin. Um, yeah, truth, truth. How many times have we found ourselves doing things and we look back and we're like, wow. Two years ago, you told me I would have fell on this thing. Could have never imagined it. It's a slow process. The frog. Don't be the frog in the boiling water. Jump out. Jump out right away. So why is this? Why is it so that 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 making jokes of things brings down our yura so much that we go to do such a terrible thing, terrible sins? Because the very essence of this midah of Zahiras is the, the, able to, the ability to focus and pay attention to, to, to an Indian, to an idea, to anything. What is it that someone makes a mockery of things? What they're doing is they're taking away from the proper analysis and intellectual uh, you know, eyes and, and approach. To, to have any sort of insightful thoughts about our life, which is the opposite of Zahiris. So because of that, they become less focused, they become less less aware. So if you're not focused and aware, so then of course you're not gonna be doing a recounting of your 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 actions on a consensus basis before you do things and looking back to make sure that what you're doing is right. So that's why schok is such a really difficult thing to even pull yourself out of, and we'll get to that um, a bit later. Um, but why it's so bad? Because the Kamamish brings someone to the, to the worst of Averas. Because it slowly etches away at our Yerush Hashem. And I just want to end with one point, especially the, these Pesukim in Gohalas, of the idea of, um, Simcha here, when we say, in this context, we're not talking about to be besimcha. Obviously, if there's Shem besimcha, all the Klolos in, in, in the Torah come. Tachash besimcha, kol. Simcha is, is Iker. The simcha is, we need to be besimcha, always, <laughs> always, as, as, to whatever extent we can. It's 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 a core emotion, a core fuel for us to be able to serve Hashem properly. It's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is mockery, is holos, is is making a joke of things. Um, there's a, there, there was a, there was a misa um, that the article over here quoted on the bottom. Unbelievable misa with uh, who was it with? Reveli Lapian, I believe. 
um, I'm sorry, Rav Shlomo Volbi. Rav Shlomo Volbi gave, a, gave a, an, an incredible shir, a Musa Shmuz. And it was so clear and so amazing that one of the Talmidim said, Rebbe, it was so compelling what you said, there's no way anyone can refute what you said. It's it's just, uh, how can you argue? And Rebbe replied, no, it's very easy. Someone can refute everything I said with just three words. Ha, ha, ha. That's it. Think about it. You're in a shir, you're in a schmooze. You take something seriously. And then the guy next to you all of a sudden makes a makes a joke or he elbows you and he says, uh, he makes a joke about what was said. Automatically, that inspiration could could be could be weakened. So that works for us and for sure never to, to impact anyone else with, with that schok. Um, but we see the the power, the negative, destructive power of, of thinking a mockery of things. Um, we should always be besimcha, but do it in a, in a healthy way to help further our Hashem, not in a holiest stick away, in a way of, fr- of frivolity that makes light of of the things that should be inspiring us and chasr shalom taking, to take away from our Yerushimayim. But we should only be increasing our Yerushimayim. Um, and all right, we should be zocha, to be besimcha, but not in ways of hololos and of schok and of leitzanus, but in ways of simcha, of ivdi v'shem v'simcha. Achayim, you never wonderful day. You have been listening to a shir by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.